What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease.com. Promo code HAM, Middlecoff. Promo code HAM, $20 off first purchase, over $50 free delivery. And it's brought to you by MyBookie.ag. Promo code HAM1. That's HAM, H-A-M, and the number one. You get it. Your initial deposit, you get an extra 50% bonus. Matt Barrows wrote about this. Hard Knocks versus the China game for the 49ers. I didn't know there was a China game, but there's a China game. And uh, Barrows, Matt Barrows of The Athletic, your colleague, writes that the Niners are going to play in a China game in 2020, the opener, right? And the trade-off for them is going to be that they don't have to play, that they don't have to have hard knocks in 2019. So they're trading a 2019 hard knocks for a 2021st game in China. Uh, I don't like the value of the trade, John. I would rather have hard knocks than have to go to China. Because to me, China, you might only play one game, but it's really two. Because yeah, you're, not doing, you're not doing the bye week, too. That's just not happening. Wait, wait what do you mean? Well, I know we had talked about before the podcast. Like, do you do a bye week too? Because the play, like, they're oh, right. a week yeah. two bye. Yeah, you don't want yeah. that. No. So now you got to go to China, play a game, even if you get a few extra days. If you lose, if you lose in China, and then you come back and lose because you were in China, that's a disaster, and it's not worth trading having some cameras around for hard knocks. Like hard knocks does whatever you want. Like hard knocks is not putting film of you ripping players on there if you don't want them to. I get they don't want them around, but... Wouldn't you say that's really, really tapered off on the personnel meetings? Remember that used to happen like the early 2000s? Like, those don't even exist anymore. Yeah. They do not film those. I, I would say the Hugh Jackson-Todd Haley interaction, which was probably the most powerful part of Hard Knocks last year, was almost an outlier scene from previous seasons on Hard Knocks. Maybe because the Browns didn't give a shit. They wanted Hugh to look bad. I, I, I'm i with you. I, I think it's a tad bit overrated, the impact of hard knocks. One thing's clear, guy. The NFL wants the Niners to do it. 
Like, they don't want to—the Raiders are too big a pain in the ass, even though they'd be a good hard knocks. Uh, and they're moving and everything. Maybe wait till next year in Vegas. The Lions are irrelevant. Some of these other teams, like, That's they want— That's a great want, point. They are, they, it does make sense. Wait on the Raiders until they're in Vegas. The, to me, they want—the Niners are the team they have pegged here. And like any good negotiator, the Niners are trying to—they have to give in because they desperately don't want this. And I, and I think— I don't know where you stand on this. I mm. I don't want to say uh, misinformed probably the wrong word, but I, I, I think they're taking this a little too seriously. Like the impact of it is not that big of a deal. I, I actually think it would be a positive for the team. Be cool for the fans. I, I don't think the impact is quite what they think. Honestly, I think the Niners would be sneaky boring. Was there a hard knocks like in Atlanta when Kyle was there? Did he have like a bad experience with the Hard Knocks? I, were the Falcons? Uh, they were. I remember they yeah, were because I remember might, Mike Smith. It might have been his first year, like oh, 14 or 15. Yeah, I remember I Mike think, Smith wearing Tevas or Tevas or whatever, like the open-toed sandals. Oh, that was a big deal in the middle class home. I, I, I do think that the uh, the Atlanta Hard Knocks, if I remember correctly, was pretty boring because Matt Ryan's pretty boring. Dimitrov, Mike Smith was definitely boring. There's just not much. I wonder if Kyle experienced it and thought it was a pain. I I mean, yeah. Does, I, I, does the organization just really want to go to China? Like, I, no. I I think that they are old school football guys, and they believe that distractions and all that bullshit messes with your team chemistry to their core. And I and I just think fundamentally they're wrong. I mean, it's easy for me to say, but I'm trying. I'm looking at the year. So it was fourteen. Yeah, I mean, what you, the, it was so 14 Kyle, and 15. Kyle was in Cleveland that year. Kyle's first year in Atlanta was 15. So, so 15, 16, and then you hear 17, 18, and that, okay. So there goes that theory. But maybe he got there and people were like, oh, hard knock sucks. I don't know. But I'm with you. Like, I don't – especially because the Niners do, and they do a good job, they shoot their own kind of behind-the-scenes stuff. And so it's probably less – it's just less cameras, less people, less stuff. I'm with you. I, I would just do hard knocks to keep my home game. Yeah, I mean, John, we go to practice. There's a million people all over the place. Like, there's cameras everywhere. Like, this, this stuff is around anyway. So, unless they're – now, look, maybe we're not – I'm dismissing it. You're dismissing it. Maybe they just – China, we want to get our brand to China. Maybe they really want to go to China. I don't know. I don't, I don't think but they care. But Barrows wrote it like it was a trade-off. And I guess you could – if we're going to play devil's advocate, you could just be like, look, 2019 is such a critical year for us that we just don't want to leave. We'll deal with 2020 later. If we're bad in 2019, then 2020, that, that's a problem one way or the other, going to China or not. But I just feel like if, if the Niners are what they, what they want to be in 2019, what is, like, what would you say, we'll get to Jed, but what would you say just generally is success in 2019? Like, uh, make above 500 and compete okay. for a wild card. So 9-7 and seven on a wild card team. Well, if they go 9-7 and seven this year, and they're a wild card team. Then in 2020, the baseline will be nine and seven. Well, now the margins are really thin. Let's say you go well, nine. Guy, and seven, guy if they went miss- nine and seven, we'd be talking Super Bowl contender. Right, but John, if you go nine and seven, that means you either make or miss the playoffs by a game. Right, like that's how thin the margin is. So yeah. that means you're going to go through that experience in theory, come back the next year and play a home game in China, and then potentially have that affect your next game. Like when all of a sudden you're now we're talking about winning a division if you've gone nine and seven. If you've gone eight and eight, now we're talking about 10, 11 wins, maybe more. 
and that's the year you're going to give a game away? Like, I, I just don't. These individual wins and losses are so critical. Guy, I, I am 100. I would not mess with China. I Because at first I was like, God, Jed's kind of getting pushed around. And then I read the article. I'm like, oh, it's a trade-off. Uh, because I'm never in favor of giving up home games. No, I, I fundamentally disagree with it, especially for China. Uh, I, I just – I would do hard knocks 100%. I, I think they are overvaluing the negative impact of hard knocks, especially when you look at their crew. Like you said, turns out Kyle wasn't a part of it. Lynch has never been a part of it. There's this negative connotation that goes around because in theory you go, oh, Belichick would never do it. Now, the good thing for Belichick, he makes the playoffs every year, so he's absolved. Uh, but it's like, hey, guys, you know, you've kind of earned this lot in life. Now, thing with business, you can always negotiate your way out of it, and they're doing that. Because I would imagine no other team is saying okay to China, right? The teams that moved had no choice. They had to – they go to London and they go to – I think this – I'm pretty sure the Rams are playing a game in China this year in the middle of the season. But again, that's what? because they were moved. They, yeah, there's a, they're playing an overseas game. Or maybe Mexico. Maybe it's Mexico. But it's the the Rams are giving up a home game, which I, I understand. But I, I'm just – for that trade-off, I, I'm not into it. I just – again, like you said, we've been – I've been going to these fucking training camp practices for 10-plus years now in the NFL. They're, they're a shit show. They're fucking people everywhere. It's just – and the players – they are unfazed by it. I've always said, going back to like Pat Hill, coaches think about more stuff than the players. You just, hey, plane leaves at nine. They'll have a sandwich for you on the plane. If you worry, like, does every guy going to get two Gatorades? Do we get it? Like, the players don't even think about it. Just be like, wear your team sweats. Plane leaves here. Be here then. Hey, there is no food. Bring a sandwich. If you have to tell them that. They'll do it. Swing by and grab us some food before we leave. The plane said they're not going to have any food for us. Like the players would be like, okay, not that big of a deal. I, I think coaches and executives in football more than any other sport overthink the impact that it has on players. Like Jimmy's just, you give him the itinerary for the week, he's just going to do what you tell him to do. It's like the military guy. But again, I get like the general in the military has to think of all everything, but it's easy to overthink shit that is not going to phase the troops. You just the troops will do what you're telling them to do. If you're like, hey, hey, Jimmy, Hard Knock's gonna be here. You got to meet with the uh, NFL Films cameras. I don't know, uh, two times a week for 15 minutes. I'm like, okay. Even if he doesn't love it, you do it. So I think that's the big knock. Yeah. You're not they, like you said, guy. They don't give away trade secrets. You get to see everything before it's released. That's one of the things, right? The team gets to see it, and you're like, oh, you can't put that in. Now, maybe I would say that's a waste of our time that we even have to go through that. I'd be like, yeah, it's, it's part of the deal, Kyle. Kyle's not the one reviewing the film. Like, if there's anything of a question, then they maybe come to him with it. I get why you don't want to do hard knocks. I just don't get how it's worse than going to China. That's all. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. 
That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.